Hello. Hey. Hey, Marisol. How are you? I'm hiding my face. I'm good. How are you? Hi. This is Marisol and Beth. That was our beginning. That was so unrehearsed as usual. We're coming to you from the palatial offices of Seaside Realty. I've never been here. Yeah, so hopefully the um, the acoustics will be good. Yes. We'll I, see. Maybe I should shut the door. I got a call last night um, from a high school friend, Tina, who listens to the show. Um, and her her feedback, well, there's two pieces of funny feedback. One was she said that the volume is annoying. Okay. <laughs> Me, not you. Okay. Me. <laughs> Me. And the other one was that she said, oh, this is funny. She's like, I think I want to do a podcast. Yeah. Like, if you can do one, I can do <laughs> one. You can do one. Anybody can do one. And I Thank think you. there's some truth to that. Like, if we can do one, anybody can do one. So, but, like, you are sort of hard to understand sometimes in, like, real life. Like, I have spent many, many hours in conversation with you, so my ear is more trained to your, like, your vocal stylings. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're on the phone or something, you have to spend, it's, it's a, like a lesson in, you have to really be paying attention. You have to learn to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I mutter, too. As, apparently I mutter when I say something funny. Um, to myself, but you just, I think that it's funny. Uh, yeah, maybe like you just say it like really, really, really quick and like and then yeah, laugh. that and then, and, then, and then laugh. <laughs> so, I'm working on all these things. Um, thank you for doing this with me because I called you yesterday. Yesterday, yesterday? all yeah. my days are blurred. Um, yeah, it was yesterday, and I am trying to post one every Wednesday and do a blog every Thursday, and I haven't done one on my own for. Since the Christmas episode. Yes. Which I don't really want to do anymore <laughs> on my own. Yeah. As soon as you had me and Fernando to, as your muses. Yeah. Um, yeah, you didn't want to do one alone. But you you can do. You do great ones alone. But um, I might go back. I had nothing. I was thinking about doing the Super Bowl one. Yeah. Because um, I felt like the Super Bowl is a little bit reminiscent of the holidays because mm-hmm. it's something where everyone is tuned in. Well, it feels like everyone's tuned into it. One thing. About yeah. one thing. And we're in North Carolina, so the Panthers are playing. Did you have a Super Bowl? In, did you do anything special for the Super Bowl? No, I was invited to a few things. And um, at the end of the day, I was like, uh, I don't care. <laughs> I, just, I just don't care. Uh, I can't even, I, you know what I watched? Um it was ugly. It was gray, really rainy. Yeah, it was. It was like the worst day ever. I mean, it was like a, almost like a nor'easter came through. It was freezing and rainy, and yeah. so I stayed yeah. in bed all day. Okay, um, that sounds like a good. And I was actually missing Miami, which sounds weird. This happened. It was it was Sunday. It was Sunday. Okay, so it was Sunday. Sorry, Friday. <laughs> this is all true to Friday. <laughs> I didn't have my kids this weekend, so Friday I was staying in bed and I. I started watching, um, what is it called? Not, not Desperate. Real. Real Housewives. Of, the Real Housewives of, of, my, of Miami. Okay. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed to admit that. But it was good. It was, I absorbed it, like, the whole weekend. And I got really good. I was, like, season three. <laughs> and so I was, like, I, I thought I was going to go somewhere, and I didn't want to get dressed. I didn't want to just, you know, go watch football. <laughs> just, yeah. I wasn't 
drinking, so I didn't do anything. So I thought I'd jump on and do a podcast, and I'm like, what am I going to talk about? <laughs> the real Housewives of Miami. <laughs> That's what you're going to talk about. Um, the real Housewives of Wilmington is what. <laughs> yeah, I, I've thought about that. I've cast it in my head. You would be on. That's why we should call our podcast. Um, yeah, so yeah, we have to have a good group of housewives that like, uh, yeah, (laughs) yeah, we are aging out. Well, we had, we, you know, Super Bowl is a big deal at our house, and so we had just a few folks over, um, because this time it was really all about the game. Uh, you know, we of course did a lot. We did a lot of ribs on the smoker, and you know, cooked a lot of food, and people brought food. And but a lot of times, it's just about like you know, drinking wine and beer, and socializing and watching the commercials. And the game is sort of like, even though you know, I'm a big football fan, it's sort of an afterthought. But of course, since the Panthers were in it, we were we were watching the game, and it was so we just had like there was four couples, and we we're just all like hyper focused on the game. And of course, it was not going. I mean, you're huge. You and your husband are huge. Yes. You Dro- my husband was in the paper. I don't know if you saw oh. him on Sunday as like a Panther fan no, and had a picture oh, yeah, and everything. Oh. Yeah. Um, maybe we can put that in the show notes. Yeah. I can link it to the Star News. But um, yeah, so we're big fans. And so, you know, we, we were all watching the game. It wasn't great. So every time something really bad would happen, we were like even everybody would like switch seats to like have better luck. Like we're not lucky with me sitting in this seat. So like I ended up sitting in this like lawn chair for one thing the good that happened so then I had to sit there the whole time but it was it was not meant to be so I think everybody was really sort of bummed out and um my husband and son you know that was Sunday it's Wednesday they're they're working out of it (laughs) my son had his fantasy football team over so there's a lot of people you know really focused on the game so it was good but I didn't I didn't have it on because the tv in my bedroom is um I I just have like Netflix and um, Amazon, so mm-hmm. I cable. So yeah, um, so I would check Facebook to see what the update was, and yeah. it was like you know, go Panthers, pounding, pounding, pounding before the game. And yeah, then nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's not going well. <laughs> you see all the people like at the end. We love you, Panthers. <laughs> see you next year. Oh. So and I, felt ba- I felt like I felt sad. For my son first, because right, he's, he's a big, huge big fan. And yeah. then um, I think you and John were like number two because <laughs> you were sending me emojis of Panther. Like, yeah, I actually downloaded some Panther emojis, yes, to use in my texting. <laughs> and I downloaded the Kim Kardashian. <laughs> they were good. But I'm sure, like, even though you didn't follow it, did you see some of the hating press on our quarterback, Cam Newton? What did you think about that? I understand. I didn't read much on it. I mostly read headlines and I um and I asked people. I yeah. know you were one I asked my son, I'm like, what's what's the story? And um someone I trained with is actually a huge Panthers fan. And he spent the last uh I guess Monday <clears throat> working out I mean he he never writes anything on Facebook and he wrote this long, long post about the Cam Newton hate and the yeah. band bandwagon fans <laughs> bandwagon fans yeah and all these debates and um i thought it was you know haters are gonna hate he see he seems so nice and, yeah uh he's been there for a while and i i like how they've grown you know yeah 
as a team. I don't know anything about football. I'm just saying just as a sports um, franchise. He seems nice. And the yeah. dancing at the end, I would dance if I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if you saw this, but um, on Saturday Night Live, they actually yeah. had a skit where um, Keenan Thompson plays Cam Newton, and I don't know his name, but played Peyton Manning. And they actually, So you know it's like legitimate something when they have a skit on Saturday Night Live about it. But yeah, I feel bad for him. I, um, I just... I actually, the day after the Super Bowl, and people were very saying some really negative things about him because he wasn't like super cheerful at the, the after press press conference. Press, press yeah. conference. And um, I saw something on television where his he Cam had shared on Instagram a text that his mother had sent him. So I went to Instagram and I pulled up his page and he had shared a text and his mom basically it was a long text and um she was basically saying, you know, God has great things in store for you and I love you and you know it was just a very nice, positive, uplifting message and he had chosen to share that text on his personal Instagram page. And but what like struck me is the comments were horrible. I mean, just horrible, horrible things that people were saying on Cam Newton's personal Instagram page about a text that his own mother had sent him. And I mean, I, you know, homophobic, racist, all these horrible things that they were saying. And I was just thinking how hard that, I mean, like who goes on somebody's, Facebook page and writes, and writes bad negative. things on your, I mean, on your Instagram feed and writes bad things. I was like, it's just, um, and then I saw where we were going to talk about New Hampshire, where Donald Trump, like, said, I'm not even going to repeat it. I didn't hear what he said. Oh, I, you didn't? I tried to he called another man a, a P. Okay. And um, he said O-P-P. it. OPP. <laughs> and I'm like, I know we're explicit and all, but I don't even want to say it. Yeah. And um, and so somebody, with, there was a journalist on saying that basically America has, has lost all its civility. So and, I, yeah. I mean, when you have a, a, someone who's running for president of the United States calling another man a, a slur yeah. for the female anatomy. I mean, it's just, it's. it's Gross, yeah. No, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. So, I, going back to the Super Bowl, I did ask though. I asked my twins, who are fourteen, boy, girl, boy follows football, girl, not so much. Uh, but she's so in tune with what's going on right. on the internet, so, on the interwebs, <laughs> on the interwebs. Um, I asked them about the Cam Newton stuff, and um, my kid was—he was just very not, like it's because he's black. That's what he said. And yeah. I was like, whoa. And my daughter took the opposite point of view, which they do. That's their dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's saying he's cocky and this and that and the other. So it was interesting to listen from their point of view. Like yeah. What the, again, just reading the headlines. I'm like, so yeah. what, what do you think about this? And I was like, people are just, you know, he's the old school guard doesn't like that. And I was like, but there have been black quarterbacks before. I know one, McNabb. <laughs> like, I remember one. So, yeah. Um, so I was, I was surprised. I was sad because, you know, why do people have to hate so much? So much. Yeah. Like, he gave a girl a football or something and people got mad or something? No, well, his thing is, and he's been doing this for a long time, is every time 
he scores a touchdown, which is a lot. And um, and actually, the team scores a touchdown. They go and they give a football to a child in the stands. And I mean, when I say it is a child, usually they're like twelve or under. They're like little I've kids. Seen pictures, like and um, people, for some reason, really don't like that. And he has, you know, a few signature moves. Which are all G-rated and PG-rated, and like he does a lot of dancing, and he's 26 years old. I mean, he's closer in age to my 17-year-old son and all his 17-year-old <laughs> friends than me. Like I could be his mother. I mean, he's a young man, and like he's just has a he, you know, has a lot of joy, and he likes celebrating, and he likes winning. And I think when you're not on that team, it's hard to. Why people just don't like it? They don't like him, and I don't know about. It. I don't want to say if it's racist or not. I don't, but you know there are people that do the same thing that are not black that don't get called out for the same the same things. Same, yeah. So, um, but um, yeah. So I, I feel bad for him. I hope that you know. I know my. I mean, and I was bummed too, but like. I I can't imagine how he feels after. I mean, he was just like super hyped up. And, and they had a great season. They had a great season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's as much as I can talk about football. I'm sorry, we, you, yeah. you moved us to New Hampshire, and I brought us back. No, well, yeah. I mean, like, yes. So I, I do. I mean, it's just interesting how what people feel that they can say in the uh, anonymy of. Yeah. The internet, like I'm, I'm hesitant with the whole face, like on this podcast, the Facebook thing, on the new website I'm working on to leave comments because mm-hmm. I'm mean, just honest. I don't have the self esteem to deal with hate. Like I just don't want to read it. Like I don't want right. to consume it because it will stay in my head. I mean, there's not right. enough yoga, or, <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. Well, that is. I mean, that is one thing. Like when you're doing a podcast or anything creatively personal, which is what this is, is very personal. We're sitting here chatting and whoever wants to listen to it can listen to it and weigh in on, you know, our wittiness <laughs> or lack thereof. And um, it is sort of hard when you yeah. put yourself out there to like, I don't, think the people yeah. that we don't even know can – comment yeah. and have opinions I'm about us based on this. Yeah, I'm good with construct. I get a lot of construct from my, <laughs> my family and friends who listen. Um, a lot. But um, but I haven't gotten any... I mean, I, I guess I got a little bit of hate, but that was more of a dating situation than a, um, this situation. Uh-huh. That, like, oh, she's so full of herself. You know, she has a podcast. <laughs> blah, wow. Blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. I'm so full of myself. You haven't met me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think I worry about that, you know. But I think it's a, like I, I know all these kids on YouTube and all the comments. That's what scares me about the kids, you know. Like, yeah, how, if they start to put themselves out there, what they get, and what they see, and so yeah. And so well, and that's I mean, not to bring it back to the Super Bowl and Cam, but like I do follow, you know. On Facebook and Instagram, a lot of Panther sites and Cam sites and some of the other players. I mean, I'm along with a ton of other people. And, I mean, that people are, you know, following and looking at. Um, but I think that's what the hard – I mean, it's hard that they uh, – sure, nobody wants them to lose the Super Bowl. But, like, seeing the things that people write on every site is just, like, very – 
I don't know. It's very depressing. And they're writing about somebody that I don't even know. Like I'm not even, it's not your, I, it's not. Yeah. And um, so like to think about what comes around for ourselves and our children and what people, I just know, don't even like, I mean, I would probably not read it. I mean, it, I hope, I hope he doesn't read any of it because it made me feel terrible for him. So, but, um, so have you already fallen any politics, Miss Politico? I'm not Miss. I used to be Miss Politico. Um, no, I am very on the peripheral. Um, you, you, we've known each other long enough for, to remember when Bush right. was Bush one, yes, president or no Bush two, Bush two, yeah, Bush two, which I think did me in the dub, this, yeah. <laughs> this did me in, and I um. I, so I don't watch it with as much vigor as I used to. I don't watch 24-hour news cycles. I don't – I used to. I used to be – like you were for the football. That's how I was for every convention, both sides. Right. Every debate. You're following it all. You're yeah. like, yeah, I was on weighing it. Yeah. Everything. Um, I would go volunteer day of the election. But, you know, go to Myrtle Beach for John Edward. I was in it. I remember. Um, yes. I dressed my little twins up in anti-Bush onesies that I made for them, like the only <laughs> thing I made for them. Um, Too bad I didn't have Pinterest back then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> got viral with that one. Um, but I, around, you know, the whole time that I, I, probably before the divorce, when I started to look into, you know, trying not to be unhappy. Right. Um I actually was a yoga teacher. As a yoga teacher said, be mindful of what you're consuming. You yeah. Know? And um, visually. And, and I started to notice that I had, you know, Chris Matthews on, who was always angry and, you know, right. MSNBC on 24-7. And, and then I stopped. I just kind of stopped and detoxed a little mm-hmm. bit. But then I never went back. Now I can't go back because... It's just too... Yeah, I find, I find the information in other ways. Depressing. Yeah. And then that just seems more of a... The media to me is just kind of a joke. I don't think we really have a fourth estate. I think we have um, conglomerates. I'm going to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I feel like we have conglomerates who run everything. and um, Every politician will let me down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> every single one. doesn't matter what side. Um, I know we have, I know we know people that are in politics. I hate to be so, you know, broad, but I just feel like if you get to that point in politics, the presidential, you've sold your soul. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care what side you're on. You've made some deals with some shady people. Um, I mean, I still vote. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think they just say, I think so much of them say what they have to say based on whatever poll number mm-hmm. has, or whatever or they don't even analyst tells them yeah. they need to say so they can get this section of the population to you know look at them closer. It's just, um, yeah. but it's crazy right now. The old me would have you know probably been feeling the burn and being all into Bernie Sanders. Yeah, but I'm left of left, and I've always been left of right. left. Um, and I, I think you know, I think you and I kind of talked about this a little bit off the mic, but I kind of feel like this is one thing that I came to on my own. Like it wasn't an interject that I got Mm -hmm. from my parents. My parents didn't really talk politics. Um, Some things I think my mom might have been liberal on, maybe, Mm -hmm. but um, 
she also had that Christian conservative right thing about her. So I don't know. Um, it was never so. It, I I remember being little. I remember watching Ronald Reagan. Gosh, sorry, I'm covered in lint. Um, <laughs> and um, just listening to him and thinking that doesn't sound right. You know, it's a little girl. It's a little girl. I remember Michael Dukakis in the right. helmet in yeah. that thing, and I'm like, that's that's not going to go over well. <laughs> like, and except for Bush 2000, even as a little girl, I could pretty much know, feel like I could call who was going to win. Even uh-huh. people would be surprised, but um, but now I. I just look at all of it. It's like it's like a circus. Yeah, and I've always kind of been hard on the right, right. Um, but moving here has corrected me of, <laughs> of speaking your mind because all your friends are registered every Republicans. Single, every one of them. Every <laughs> no, not every single one, but most of them. Um, no, I. But I just you know I look to the right and and those candidates just look crazy to me. They, I mean they have though they I've always had that. Yeah, opinion. Um, but more so, like I, I, if I wanted to, like John McCain was the last one. John McCain before Sarah Palin, the John McCain, right? Um, I thought was the last sane Republican candidate <laughs> for president that I, you know. Um, so I look over there. I look at Donald Trump, and I just, I can't, I can't bear it. I just, yeah, I can't. I, yes. He was on a TV show. (laughs) Fired people. He's, yeah, he's got a body of work before this. This is not very presidential. I mean, he's, I don't know. I don't know what to say about him. I I don't, I guess he's going to get the nomination. What do you you think? think? I don't know. I think the Republicans are not smart if they get, if he gets the nomination because I feel like that that will be the kiss of death for them. Like, I think that's almost like a shoe-in for whichever Democratic candidate. I I thought the most (laughs) threatening of the Republicans was Rubio, Mm -hmm. because he's Hispanic, and I thought he'd take Miami, Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but then I I didn't watch it, but I heard he didn't do very good at one of the debates, and what I did read about him was that maybe he's not ready for the prime time. So, um, yeah, they're really coming down hard on him right now. It is sort of amazing how the media can spin like something like he could have, you know, his debate. He, he repeated the same line a few times about Barack Obama. And I mean, I'm just looking at all this through the media. I didn't watch the debate. I'm, I can't watch them until we get closer to collection. We've been debating for like, it seems like a decade, but, um, but, I don't know if the average person would have thought that I think they would have thought that was, I don't know what the average person would have thought, but I don't think they would have made it into the spun it into what the media has spun it into. And that's on both sides. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can take one little snippet. Yeah. And then just, you know, and when I used to be all in on politics, I would take the bait and be all about whatever snippet they gave me. And then when I kind of detox from politics, I realized how often I was taking the bait, like how often a little soundbite repeated over and over and over that I would go repeat it at the dinner party, you know, like, right. Um, so the media to me is, it's hard. I don't, you know, I don't think we have a democracy. I think we have a 
oligarchy? How do you pronounce it? <laughs> I, I don't know. What is that? <laughs> um, money. 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 Money controls. <laughs> money controls everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, and then on the left, I mean, the le- like Obama, I was so happy when he first won the first election. And then he, he was, he killed my, he was like the last bit of idealism that I had being a liberal. He mm-hmm. killed it. <laughs> um, right. So, and yeah, you're like a, you know, you're very smart. And so I remember you being very, very, I mean, very, you know, Obama supporter. And so like, how do you feel now, eight years later? I, I think he's done as good a job as he could have done mm-hmm. with what was handed to him. I, I think we always, like, when people, you know, go off on him and say the things that they say, I'm like, okay, do we remember what 2008 9 looked like? Because I do. Mm-hmm. I remember um, the hit to my wallet, you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I think he, I think he did okay. I was disappointed with healthcare. Um, but I will always be disappointed with healthcare because it's the whole system is just, that's a, another podcast. <laughs> um, I want a single payer, real true single payer system. I, you know, so I was disappointed with that. I was, but mostly, I was mostly disappointed with him with his foreign policy. You know, yeah. the drone. He killed more people. The biggest thing that offended me about Bush um, was the drone policy because it's children. The number of children that die. In collateral jam, it's just um, I don't know. I, I don't think a debate was held mm-hmm. to to the standards I would like before our military complex. Just you know, I, I'm not an expert, but that was yeah um, my views. And he he's done more damage in that area. And I don't know if damage is the right word, but he's killed more people with drones than Bush ever did. Um, so that was it. I mean, yeah. I still and sadly, I still voted him for him. Again, the second time around, who was against him the second time around? Romney. Okay. Right? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think I was yeah. given a viable candidate on the other side to to even not vote for him. Hmm. Um, which I, I think that's like a failure in the Republican. I, I, I keep thinking, if you guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys, if, if the Republican Party... Um, The, like, when I used to think of Republicans, I used to think of the preppy country club, um, conservative, fiscally conservative, which I'm, I kind of got fiscally conservative the older yeah. I get. I don't want the government taking my money and not doing anything <laughs> that I want with it. Um, but if you stuck to that, you guys would, I think, totally run the show. Right. Um, but I think you're far right versus our far left is crazy. Like, it comes off crazier <laughs> in the media. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and goes against socially where I think the country is. Right. And so that keeps, I think, I think you could have a huge swing of people. Yeah. If if religion was taken out of politics and mm-hmm. if um, some social issues yeah. that at dinner parties, all my friends kind of agree with, but yeah, the people representing that party don't right um, permit right they're... because yeah they're trying to sort of they're tr- you know every time they lose an election they're like oh we have to be more conservative yeah and I don't think that's the case I think they need to be 
not more liberal, but more themselves. Yeah, more, right. They don't need to um, go as far to the right on social issues that, but they keep, you know, that's their mantra. And so... And then on the left, I mean... Because a lot of people don't understand, like, the more complicated issues of the presidency, foreign policy. I mean, like... Mm -hmm. But they understand some of the social issues, and so or like yeah, like an example like climate or climate mm-hmm. change. That even a huge portion of that side says it doesn't exist, or it's you know not an issue, is um, or that we're making it up. <laughs> <laughs> it's being. <made> up. <laughs> um, I think it just doesn't allow for real conversation. Like, a, I just I feel like you can't have any real conversation on anything political. But well, I, mean, I feel like I've been dissing the Republicans. I feel the same way about the left. I mean, I look at the. I mean, come on, Hillary. I mean, <laughs> let me take a deep breath. I think I predict it's going to be Hillary. I mean, you never know. Mm-hmm. But. Nothing has stuck to this woman. Nothing. They've thrown at <laughs> her husband, Michael. I mean, Bill. And she's still there. You know, she's not in the lead. You got Bernie. You got the far left really excited about Bernie. Bernie's never going to. I mean, this is my. I guess I can say this. Is, you know, This is your podcast, Marisol. You Bernie's can say whatever you want. I can get elected. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it. I would love for his socialist pot legalization, all that to, to come to fruition. It's not. Well, and what do you think about Bernie also being 73 years old? Exactly. Does that factor? I mean, should that factor it in? I mean... Depends who's vice president, uh, if he were to be picked. Yeah. <laughs> that would be way more. Who yeah. Is, um, no, and I, the thing with Hillary... So I, I think Hillary is probably going to be not only the nominee, I think she's probably going to be the next president. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remind you, the people on the left, the people in it right now, don't agree with me. They're feeling the burn, and you know. But the people that are feeling the burn are going to vote for Hillary. Yeah, that's the the right after the primary because in the primaries, both parties go to their far corners. They go to the okay. far right, far left, um, and then at the election cycle, you go right. back to the middle so that people who are paying attention right will vote for you. Um, and I think Hillary. I think what Hillary has, and I know it's. Um, not politically correct to say, but I think the fact that she's a woman is going to be a big positive for her. Because I'm fucking done with men. <laughs> I'm just, I, they've had it. We should pick the first book for our book club. <laughs> well, and, and I think, I mean, like, it's not like we're political genius minds at work, but, like, there are just people that are not going to, well, there are people that are not going to vote for Hillary, no matter what. And there are people that are not going to vote for Donald Trump, no matter what. And I think the not voting for Donald Trump is bigger. Yeah. Like, if you're left with, if you're just like a moderate anybody, and you're left between Hillary and Donald Trump, which way it's going to go? I think Hillary, the thing, the the factor with Hillary is the women, and women who have daughters. I think, even Sarah Palin, when Sarah Palin was picked, it was some, it was nice to see it reflected, uh, a woman in politics. I mean, it's, it's so sad. It's so pathetic. Um, that were not other countries have had female leaders, and mo- <laughs> I think most. I don't know exactly what the statistic <laughs> is, but I think all, most of them have. some as far back as the seventies. You know, yeah. So. Um, the only thing about Hillary is what I just wish she had Sarah Palin's style. 
I do like what's with the pants? The, <laughs> like they, it's just. Uh, but um, don't be a hater, Marisol. I, I'm not a huge fan. I'm not a huge fan, but I do think. I think she gets some shit done. I think she gets yeah. some shit done. She's tough. She's yeah. tough as you know. I mean, I think she's tougher than Bill. I think she. Uh, I don't want to even think about the Clintons back in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> We like really jumped deep into the politics, which we weren't really expecting. Yeah. To do. <laughs> Especially since I've just admitted that I don't really follow it. I used to be like all in like yeah. 529.com. Like, all I that. remember that. Like, I remember, I don't think I've ever told you this, but I remember when, um, when Barack Obama was running for president, I almost had to like say, I'm not going to be your friend. Oh, really? <laughs> and it wasn't because you had a differing political. I was like, talking to you. you. That's all. Like, I just remember, I can remember just like it going, repeating itself like over and that's like all you could really, yeah. you were really passionate about it. Like, yeah. and, um, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And it, 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 he killed my, he killed it. I mean, when and it was really quickly after the election, like I, I don't, it, it was within the year. I was like, really, like you know, and then seeing things that he saw, like I really thought he was going to be a different candidate. Yeah, a know, different president. A different yeah. president. Yeah. yeah. Um, still better than I think. I'm sure Romney would have been. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think I self-corrected myself on that because that's like a fool's errand to get passionate about politics at this point because. I, I feel like we have so little control over it. We have so little control over it. And then once they are elected, there's even less. You know, control. another thing that um, kind of cemented that was um, Sandy, it was Sandy Hook, when Sandy mm-hmm. Hook happened. Um, I, you know, Second Amendment's very clear. It's in the Constitution. I'm not trying to take anyone's guns away. I don't, I've never shot a gun, don't have a gun, don't want, don't like guns. Do you think we have a gun issue in this country? Um, we're being, we're raising our children differently than we raised ourselves because I wasn't worried about getting shot up at middle no, school. It's horrible. Um, but we can't have a dialogue. You can't have a conversation about it because it's everyone goes to their corners and you believe right. what you believe and that's it. Um, and then when Sandy was it Sandy Hook with the children? Yeah, okay. Sandy Hook. Um, I when I saw that and I realized nothing changed. Yeah, and it's all those children, the parents, and I was like, oh. Um, I just kind of felt like it's like if that doesn't change something, what it will? Yeah, I mean, and we're just like so immune. Yeah. That's the thing is we're in the press. Things like not not like Sandy Hook, but like things happen like that all the time, and mm-hmm. it, we're just so immune to it that it barely makes yeah. the news. Yeah, it's very sad. It is very sad, and um, you know the fact that. The, our children today, like, you know, I remember being, you know, in school and you'd have a tornado drill and now they're having like mock, um, I, I, like lockdowns and shutdowns and yeah, I remember a few years ago, I had a few Girl Scouts in my car and, um, and I was just listening to them talking and they were talking about what they would do if a shooter came in and they were mm-hmm. like, and I was so just something we would never, I would never even considered that. Yeah. And, but, um. So yeah. I could be wrong, but I predict, my prediction is, um, I think it'll, I don't know if on the Republican side who's going to win the nomination. Yeah. Um, it looks like Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Um, it's really unbelievable. And he is like, I think you said it, he's like Teflon. He can say things, you know, Marco Rubio is being drugged through the media right now because he said Barack Obama knows what he's, exactly what he's doing like four times in a debate. <laughs> and like Trump says anything. Oh, anything. Did you see Meg Ryan or whatever the girl from Fox News or Meg Kelly, Kelly or yeah. like, said something just so... Misogynist. I don't remember what it was. He said, she, some, he was referencing a period, like, bleeding. Yeah. Like, yeah. bleeding. Oh. And, like, really? Yeah. And then, what he said, and he said, um, and I'll take it out of context because I'm just going to use it as, like, a quote, but he said, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue right now and still get the nomination, which, that's <laughs> <laughs> what he actually said. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know why people, I mean, but he had, I mean. I think it's just your benches. I mean, I'm going to use a football analogy. Okay. I think your bench is very weak. I think it's been weak for a few years on the yeah. right side. It's just, um, and I, I do think it's been because of what we talked about earlier about the social stuff. But, yeah, that he came out of uh out of, not nowhere, but everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think people are just tired. Of, it's like you said, it's like tired of politics as usual. And so he represents, um, no, he does not represent anything political. Yeah. And um, so I think a lot of people, I mean, I know a lot of people that were like really pro Donald Trump at the very beginning, when he was just sort of like yeah, putting yeah. it out there and like saying, "Oh, I just love how he's just saying it like it is," and I'm like, "Really?" And um, and I don't know if they still feel that way with all this be like have, that's gone on, but um, I think a lot of people just thought he was a breath of fresh air based on the same old, same old. Yeah, but, I, I even I get that when he first mm-hmm. came out, it was like the anti-establishment candidate, mm-hmm. and um. And he was just saying, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think for me, this flip, I mean, I was never thought of him as a legitimate candidate, but the, the, it changed for me when he said something about immigrants, um, because I remember I thinking about my aunt, and I was yeah. like, because it, it was the anniversary of her passing, or it is the anniversary, and I was thinking about her, and I was just like, my aunt, or, I mean, my mom, all of the immigrants, my whole family, they work their asses off. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they aren't what he's representing. So, um, and I have two cousins on my Spanish side of the family who, at Thanksgiving, were, like, pro-Donald Trump. And I'm like, you all are some self-hating Latinos. <laughs> like, I'm not a self-hating Latina. You two are self-hating Latinos. But, I know, you know. I But if it's him and Hillary, I bet the tide would turn for women voting more for Hillary, because I'm sure he's going to say some misogynistic crap that's going <laughs> to piss off the women and be like, fuck this shit. And, I mean, that's how I feel. I could be wrong, but I, I, I just felt... I think it's inevitable. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... He, he can't really... I haven't seen him yet have any kind of... Filter. Dialogue <laughs> with a woman. Yeah. Um, that, that wasn't... That wasn't... That, I mean, except for his daughter. Oh, that's even creepy. The stuff he says about, like, I don't know if that's media. I've seen that stuff on a few different um, videos and stuff on Facebook. The stuff he says about Ivanka, like, you know, she has a great body. I do her. I'm like, what? <laughs> you have oh seen that No. I'll, I'll forward you some. Yeah, he has <laughs> said some stuff about his daughter that, and it's on video. It's not like, you know, made up stuff. It's like, 
Yeah, that's creepy. That's wrong. <laughs> and his daughter's like sitting there with a big smile on her face, like, here's something that's just not right. You know, she's beautiful. If I was, if she wasn't my daughter, things that I don't know any father <laughs> to say about their daughter. So, I don't know. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I think he'll take it and, unless he can combust too. But then who do you have? Cruz or Rubio? I thought Rubio was going to be, he was the one, the one I was scared of. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it all plays out. It's whoever Koch brothers And believe decide. me, what? It's whoever the Koch brothers decide. Koch brothers cope. Um, um, yeah, we'll see how it plays out. And goodness knows, between now and November, that's all we're going to, mm. it's going to be a steady diet of it. So, but, um, so, um, we were thinking about having a little book club. Yeah. Like you and I. A virtual book. Uh, yeah, Marisol's podcast, virtual book club. And so we're going to pick a book today, and you and I are going to theoretically <laughs> read it, right? Theoretically. Theoretically, <laughs> we're going to read it, and um, and then we're going to discuss it in four weeks, you know, a yeah. month. And um, what did we pick? Oh, we picked um, Bossy Pants by okay. Tina Fey, and which is something, it's not brand new, but um, so hopefully it should be out in the library or paperback and um so we would love to have any readers who listeners who want to read with us and um then maybe when we get closer if people have like questions they want to ask about the book or talk topics we can talk about that but i've heard it's like super laugh out loud funny like i've heard people i've heard people talk about it that like they've read it on planes and stuff and they've like literally laughed out loud so yeah yeah she's super funny um, well, I'm excited to read that. I'm excited. Yeah, you look real excited. <laughs> I, I haven't slept. But I have not. I told you before. I was uh, had insomnia last night, and I'm like that. You know, dull ache behind your eyes. Yeah, where you're just you know counting down the moments till you can crawl back in bed. Yeah, <laughs> that's where I'm at. And it was weird. It was a weird because it was. Uh, I I went. I fell asleep, but I woke up around one, and. I knew I was like okay, um, questionable on the ambient. Like if I could take, because I yeah, if it's I too late. And um, and plus, I, I don't think I can take ambient anymore because every single time I've taken ambient, I text someone inappropriately. Like I before I've taken ambient before and I've had no problems. Don't drive. Don't do anything. But I now. And the, for the first time in my life, done stuff that I don't remember doing mm-hmm. the next morning. That I'm like, I look at my text and I'm like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> what, what happened here? Um, so, um, so I'm a little bit leery of taking the ambience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're texting while on ambient, like, so tell me something that you, what's something funny that you texted? Oh, Can you say funny. anything? It, was, it wasn't funny. It was all sexual. And it was inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing funny about it. Uh, it was sad. Sad? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I was it, um, it, it's, um, it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I guess, people that, um, I don't know how to say this without. Revealing too much. <laughs> the, the, my freak flag. 
that I have, and I have a free flag, comes up apparently when you're on Ambient. And when I'm on Ambient, and then I text people about my free flag. <laughs> so at least those texts get out. I'm I'm really like I was really surprised because this person is the second time I texted them when. Um, went on Ambient. Went on Ambient. No texting while on Ambient. And, yeah. Um, and this time I'm like, I, I'm really sorry. I, you know, I texted you <laughs> again. Yeah. This per- yeah. This person knows. So they were, they were fine. They were cool with it, but it was just like, Oh, I can't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no more Ambient for you. Yeah. I think you need to like, or, or like lock melatonin. Lock your phone away or some some put some like passcode on that you're not gonna remember and you have to go look up somewhere. But it was a little scary because I've heard of people doing ambient and having issues or not remembering or you're driving. Yeah. I think that's I think I always thought that, that happened like when people take an ambient and then they try to fight the ambient. Yeah. Like and then they talk I, and then they talk, talk, yeah. I'm like um I used to take ambient a long time ago, and I remember once, like, and this is, you know, the anti of your story, but I was, like, making, like, a breakfast casserole, <laughs> and I apparently was, like, so not a freak flag, but, like, um, so I remember ch- I was apparently chatting, chatting, chatting away about whether or not I should put green chilies in the breakfast casserole. <laughs> and then the next morning, somebody said, it was all in my family, like, at Christmas or something, and it's like, I, you know, you were really debating putting those green chilies in last night, but um, I think it, like, tastes really good. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I didn't remember. Not only did I remember debating green chilies, I didn't even make, remember making the casserole. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think that's what, I think that happens when you, if you take an Ambien and, and then stay you away. stay awake. I like, you need to, like, just go to bed. Yeah. Like, lay down, close your eyes and take it. And then I think hopefully I popped it, like, at 8, hoping for, like, a 9.30 bedtime and, I don't know what time I was texting this person. <laughs> it was, it, but it, I do remember the feeling of the next morning. See, their, you know, their name's the first name on the text, and I was like, "Who?" Did they text back? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Like, just someone tell me. Was it a text exchange, or was it just like a text and a text back? Uh, it was a, a, a text exchange, but it was. I mean, I guess I, if I'm gonna throw it out there, I should just be more open about it. It was basically like, <laughs> I don't wait, hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, no, it's basically just inquiring as to how this person was doing, which is my code for like, all right, hey, you know, how's, how's your free flag going? And uh, I think actually that was my text. <laughs> is your free flag flying? <laughs> to me. Because mine is. <laughs> um, so I think on that note, we should wrap it up. <laughs> So, um, I'm back on iTunes. Yay, back, back on, on iTunes. So, I'm on Stitcher too. Um, I'm trying to blog something in relation to the podcast on Thursdays. Um, I'm not going to even predict what this podcast is about or format or anything because nothing I've said. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not. uh, but I just, I've enjoyed doing it. Like, I got excited thinking about doing it. Like, this is a great hobby. Yeah, um, to have, and um, I I do the energy around doing it, not the technical stuff, right. but the podcast itself. I enjoy. Um, I would like to interact more with the people. I know that we 
have, you know, a nice number of people that listen. I wish they would interact more on social media. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe with the book club, they'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so hopefully we'll get a little, um, interaction and, um, so yeah, it'll be fun. Well, thank you. All right. Thank you for coming and we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.